Okay, we're live. The Bourbon Brothers, episode number 18 already. That's absolutely freaking insane. But here we are again, back for your possibly viewing pleasure, definitely your audio pleasure. Supplement Steve Justin Hall with my partner in crime, Robert Chinetsky, supplement engineer. What's going on, Robert? That almost sounds dirty. Your audio <laughs> pleasure. Your audio <laughs> pleasure. Like that. What is rude. that? Uh, there's that acronym or whatever for like the people that they like whisper and it's like kind of like a helps people relax, but it's also like kind of a weird fetish thing. I've heard about that. It's AS it's something. Yeah, yes. I can't remember what it's called. So I heard Fuad talking about it on his uh, bodybuilding podcast one time and Gerhard, I had him on the show. We were just shooting the shit one day and he was talking about Twitch since he's a gamer. He was talking about how we had talked about Twitch is being taken over by people that just stream and do like licking of earphones and stuff like that like that, that that's a thing <laughs> the, the yeah, stuff you're talking about like the, yeah, yeah. the audio stuff you're talking about like there's there's people that lick microphone ears or something like that on twitch I, people got some weird shit man hey whatever whatever gets you you know your whatever stuff you enjoy that's fine i don't know if i need to see it or know that it exists but you know yeah. whatever works for you. <laughs> i was fine not knowing that I, I i find myself constantly saying though like when people bring up like weird shit like that i'm like you know in the grand scheme of things I'm, that's fine because it could be way worse there's some there's some weird shit but hey man yes absolutely there could be way worse things out there so so on that note uh that sounds that sounds like a gerhard thing that he would know about too like, how do we get to that how do you segue from that naturally i know right i think so i was just talking to him and he i think he might try to come down to the christmas party which is rapidly approaching it's only six weeks away which is uh, pretty crazy yeah, december 18th you said yeah, it? the 18th. Um, last year, the seven. Well, last year it was on a different weekend, but it was mm -hmm. the night before the party that was actually. Uh, oh, how broke loose! Well, and the reason why, like, now granted, the party itself was crazy. Like a lot of people yeah. were thrown up, and they were like just a huge mess. I really didn't even drink. Uh, yeah. The day of the party because we went out like the night before was so crazy that uh, I was like. I'm just going to chill tonight, just kind of yeah. normal. But um, yeah, because the night before we went downtown here and it was just absolutely like pure insanity. Um, somebody started buying Irish car bombs. And then next thing you know, you know how it's like you get a group of people and like somebody like, you know, kind of uh, hits the hits the start button. And then next thing you know, it's just uh, it's yeah. on. So, yeah, we. Uh, and then when the actual party happened the, the night after, like I said, I just wanted to just chill and enjoy myself. But a lot of people ended up throwing up and you know, stuff like that. So, My uh, yeah. one Irish car bomb story. This was my last year at LSU. And the guy that was the co-section leader of the trumpet section in the band with me, Stephen, uh, we got together for St. Patrick's Day. And we watched um, Boondock Saints, as oh. you would. Great movie. And so we decided to play a drinking game of every time they say fuck, you take a sip of beer. And they say we, fuck a lot in that movie. I, I, don't know, I haven't seen it all, but they yeah. say, I mean, it's a pretty. Well, we pretty got to the scene with the, the cat, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a very long time. <laughs> Basically, something transpires, something happens with a cat in the room, and this guy goes on an expletive lace tirade. And at that point, mm -hmm. all of us just tapped that and said, we're done drinking at this point. We're done. 
Yep. And then Steven gets the bright idea. Let's do Irish car bombs. St. Patrick's Day, we're watching Moonlight Saints. Why not? He goes and grabs a Guinness, grabs his Jameson whiskey, drops it in. He's standing over the sink in his kitchen. And me, Sandy, and a couple of other people are there. He shoots the whole thing uh, in one fell swoop as fast as it went down. <laughs> Son of a bitch came back up immediately. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen that kind of uh, intake and outtake that quickly of a uh, – any substance before it was a yeah, yeah that's my one and only car bomb story and i learned never to do something like that again yeah we had um there were some good stories that came out of last year just at christmas even things that were like going on that i was there and i didn't know about because there was mm -hmm. there was so many people there this year is also uh it's waldrum's birthday and so Whoa. so we're gonna be it's gonna be like you know i know you just did the pollen thing but it's gonna be pretty fun. Might have to make another road trip, is what you're saying. Because I know you got the Nutra Cartel shirt on. I know Jake said he's coming too. I do um, thank you to uh, Jake for this very sexy shirt. Yeah, he didn't have one my size. He was gonna give me one, but he didn't have uh, Ooh, one my size. You trying to say I'm, I'm small there? Justin? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stating what he told me. Truth be told, um, this is a large, and uh, yeah. I was surprised it wasn't, like, hanging off of me because, <laughs> I mean, you've seen me. I'm not the biggest guy by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I think um, – so Jake said he's <clears throat> coming. He just told me that yesterday. I put a thing up in the private Facebook group because Prady and I are just – we're just covering everybody's tickets that are in the group. Mm -hmm. And um, But it's funny, too. Here's something else about, like, the private Facebook group. So basically we say, okay, anybody that's that's a – Facebook group member that subscribes to the app or whatever, obviously like, we'll just cover your ticket, but no, one, awesome. uses, no one uses the code. No one uses it. <laughs> <laughs> they just all pay for it anyway. It's just the type of people that, that the entire group is. They, people buy tickets for each other and like people are just like, you know, they win giveaways and then they give stuff away to like other people because they feel bad because like other people lost. <laughs> it's, it's like such a bizarre, uh, awesome kind of thing. But there were so many people that came from the group last year Mm -hmm. uh, flew from all over the country. So many people had to meet each other for the first time. And now, you know, it's the second year. So now people at least, you know what to expect. Um, you know where it's at. You have to like the travel arrangements are a little bit easier. So yep. I know um, Chris is coming for his birthday. I know like Morphogen Ben and his wife will be there for sure. How um, old is he turning? Waldron? Yeah, 30. Something? I feel like he's like 36. Seven-ish, somewhere in there, 36. Yeah. Do you see him? He's doing the competition next week. I knew last time I had had him on the show and we had talked, he was prepping for it, but yeah. I didn't know he was his stepping on stage this soon. Yeah, he's stepping on He looks absolutely insane. That's good. Yeah. That's, I mean, I saw, I saw you him know, some big boy weights a while back. Yeah, you know, I know we're not like, you know, I, I respect the process. Um, I'm not into bodybuilding or anything like that, but watching when you watch someone, especially since they just had, you know, he just had a baby and all that sort of stuff. There's all this stuff that he has mm -hmm. going on. Um, the process I told him the other day, man, I was like, dude, I'm so proud of you because he, you know, he said he was going to do it. I think he, he's big, he's big boy. Right? Like he's yeah. 235 probably uh, normally like walking around. He's about the same height as me. He's, and I'm maybe 215. He's, Quite a bit bigger than I am, Damn. and uh, he—I think he said he's getting down to like 197. Damn. And um, he's—he looks absolutely insane. 
I saw him just this morning. I was watching his Instagram stories. He looks absolutely insane. So, but anyway, he said that it's his birthday, so he wasn't sure he was going to be able to make it, but he, he yeah. told me he's coming. And then uh, I know, like, uh, Michael from Glaxon is definitely coming. He mm-hmm. said that. Um, last year, Dan from Ghost came. <clears throat> yeah. They obviously have a lot going on, but I know he's going to try to come. Dan's Dan's super good dude, and lots of other people will be there. Man, it's going to be it's going to be a blast. It's such a shit show last year. <laughs> That's the way it should. I mean, it's you know, like when we went out after the Apollo thing, you just antics start happening. But I, I'm sure it's going to be on a, a much bigger scale, considering uh, the size of the people, the size of the party, and everything like that. Yeah, hey. the um, it, it was exactly like the Apollo thing, mm-hmm. except. Yeah, um, I, I want to say like downtown when we're in downtown Spartanburg, there's a really cool and plus it's it's December here, but it's still nice out, right? Yeah, you know, it's still relatively warm. So, uh, last year, like I said, they have this really cool like square downtown, you know, and uh, it's a nice meeting area. There's a lot of outdoor bars, and then that one mm-hmm. Irish bar that I told you about that has that amazing bourbon selection, yeah, they have a really cool area outside, and it was just all like us and it was just fucking insane <laughs> so, there we go yeah i think we went to bed i remember going to bed that morning at like 6 30 or something <laughs> that morning and i was just like that's why the next day rolled around the party was in the afternoon i was like mm, i'll be there a little later and, dicey proposition yeah i remember we drank like a few i had some buffalo trace just kind of sipping on it people were just chugging uh straight out of the bottle and stuff like that and they say you know people are throwing up and passing out there was a did i ever tell you a story about our friend passing out in the car i don't think so oh man this is an awesome story so especially like now a year later uh we all know each other a lot better so Mm -hmm. one really close friend of mine uh who i did not know at the time it was the first time i met him was that night uh, his name's Robert, big bourbon guy and stuff. He's the one that brought the bottle of Blanton's Gold here. Um, sure. A few months back, he he came to visit. So I had never met him before. So we're like standing around, we're having this conversation. And this this kid's kind of standing there, and uh, next thing you know, like he introduces myself. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" I was like, "Dude, you've been standing here this whole time." And so anyway, uh, we rode over to the party, Chris and mm-hmm. I, with another friend of mine, and. A little while into the party, this is still early. I'm like, where the fuck? Where's Larry? I was like, I haven't seen him in like hours. And it's still like relatively early at night. And I'm like, so I text him. I didn't hear anything back. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Because we're supposed to give him a ride back. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, never hear from him. I get a text from him at like three in the morning or something like that that I never saw. Turns out <laughs> he got hammered, right? He falls asleep in the back of somebody's car. He doesn't know who it is. Right? He's like, I just woke up in the back seat of a car. Somebody woke me up. Turns out it was this kid who had never met him before, didn't know mm-hmm. who he was. So I'm hearing this story from like both of these people now who are now like everybody's like really good friends. But he's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I go to get in my car. And there's just some dude <laughs> passed out in the back seat of my car. So I'm trying to get information out of him, like, where can I take you? How can I help you? You know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. he uh, he gave him a ride back to the hotel and, like, got him all his stuff and everything like that. But, yeah, he just he just straight up, he's like, I don't know, man. He's like, I just apparently wanted to pass out somewhere, and I found the first unlocked car I could find. 
and he just took a little nap. And I was wow. like, right, it was early too, so yeah, yeah. People, were, people were getting after it. So anyway, that's that's the type of scene it was last year. So there we go, there we go. I'll, uh, I'm gonna see. I know it's like a day and a half drive for me if I did it, because uh, we're we're house sitting for some friends of ours here in Austin over Christmas, but that's the 23rd through New Year's Day because they're going out of town. Mm-hmm. So if I play my cards right, the party's on the 18th. Assuming there's some night before party on the 17th, means okay. I leave the 16th. I get home on the 20th. Could work. Let me, let me see. Let's look up Austin, Texas to, you said Spartanburg, right? Yeah. Spartanburg, Carolina. Yeah, I just hit Austin, Texas. 17-hour drive, roughly? 17 hours, yeah. 16 hours and 44 minutes. I mean, it's a lot less than you just did. It's a lot less than 25 hours. Yeah, (laughs) a lot lot less than going to Jersey. Yeah, so... Um, it'll be a good time though, for sure, man. If you do make okay. it, uh, let's, uh, I'll, get, I'll, I'll, uh, talk to the missus and, uh, I don't see why not. Right. Uh, yeah. It can work for me. Business expense, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah, exactly. Get to, get to meet Jacob and the rest of the crew for the first time in person. See some people I haven't seen in person in a long time, like Waldrum, Dan, if he can make it down. I've never met Morphogen Ben in person. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I've only talked like, to him a couple of times on, on you know, on the podcast. You like, you like Ben. Ben's, yeah. uh, Ben's a good dude for sure. Based Bourbon Bros, Jiffy Jank. Right. So he comment, he's commented with that comment, with that remark. Based, I had no idea what the hell it meant. I had to ask him one day. I said, "What does that mean? Uh, did you know what it mean? Do you know what it means?" It's like uh, it's a it's a term of endearment, basically. Yeah, that's what that's what he basically said. It was like, it's cool. It's it's good. It's a good mm-hmm. show and all that stuff. I said, I just, yeah. come on, I'm, Robert, you're younger I than I am. I know, and I just I don't understand all of these uh, uh, modern day colloquialisms. That's colloquialisms, you got to be careful with that. That's like one of the rules too. If you like, uh, there's a couple other people that are going to be coming down this year. Born here last year, like my best friend uh, that got me into bourbon. He'll be coming down also, yeah. and. Uh, we have a rule if you're at the bar, and if you use a word that has too many syllables, you get slapped across the face. So, so I can't it, say sesquipedalian? can't say colloquialism. It's like you, that actually, you'd probably get punched. Like that's, <laughs> that's so egregious, and I can't say egregious either. So, yeah. Well, then we really screwed if Kenton comes from uh, Core America. <laughs> if Kenton shows yeah, up, we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess he would be. Yeah, he would be like one of those clown <laughs> punching bags. You just hit him and he yeah, just pops, and pops back up and does yeah. all that number. So oh, we'll have man. a good time. But yeah. Uh, um, I was ahead. talking to my sister last night, and I was sipping on uh, one of the pickups I had when I was navigating down from Jersey. I stopped in one one of the hotels, and I just ran to the local liquor mm-hmm. store to see if I could find anything good or something I couldn't find around here. And I found a single barrel of Knob Creek. It's still mm-hmm. nine years old. It's 120 proof compared to the regular 100 proof of Knob Creek. And I was sipping on that last night. I texted my sister. I said, Blanton's is overrated. Because she and her husband love Blanton's. And she said, who are you cheating on Blanton's with? I said, Knob Creek, 120 proof. It's it's fantastic. It's amazing. I said, Blanton still has the better bottle. And she says, how many letters do you have? We just give ours our way. And I said, what? You're supposed to be spelling all. She said, "Yeah, we just give away. We don't care." And I said, "I said I, I don't get any letters because it's never around here by me. 
there is no blind right. spots. And that's the thing, like, um, like, cause I opened up a, a bottle of Blanton's the other night <clears throat> and it's like when you drink other stuff and then you have Blanton's for me, yeah. it just, it just tastes better, but yeah, it's it not, it, it it's does. not, it's not like what you just said. It, it's to me, it's still not worth like what you have to go through to get it sometimes. Luckily, yeah. um, I just, we had a friend that could find it pretty easily. So mm-hmm. he shipped me some, it's still like, you know, uh, pretty expensive, so then, like, once you kind of tie in all those things together, then it's like, do I really need this stuff, you know, like that bad? But it is it is a pretty cool bottle, and yeah. it does taste good because we, um, yeah, we cracked it uh, Monday night. And then mm-hmm. last night, last night, I just had some Buffalo Trace, regular Buffalo Trace. Regular Buffalo Trace is damn good. It's damn good. Yeah, so. Yeah, I've got no issues. I've got a handle of that. I've got the, I haven't tried the, I haven't had the Weller in a while, um, but mm-hmm. that's always good. That's really good. You have Eagle um, Rare now, right? I do. I save that for uh, special little sips here and there. And so, Sandy and I did kind of a head-to-head comparison one day of Eagle Rare mm-hmm. versus Russell's Reserve. It's another ten-year. Yeah, and I was like, you, you can find that all the time for yep. 30, thirty bucks. bucks. Yeah, same here. And uh, nope, it's not even close. Eagle Rare is that much better, and the proofs are the same thing too. But Eagle <laughs> Rare is. It's yep. a better 10-year bourbon if I only I could find the damn thing. I know. Eagle Rare is like one of those ones where I almost I almost would buy like if I had if I walked into a store and there's Blanton's and Eagle Rare, I I might take the Eagle Rare. Yeah. It's just so good. Um so I was glad, yeah, I found a few bottles of that because it just like it's really difficult to find. But you're mm. right, like it was like when we, you know, had the Blanton's gold. I was like, there's no way that it's that much better than regular blends to justify the cost. And then we tried it and I was like, damn it. it's like, Wow. Which kind of sucks because it's super expensive. And I was like, damn, that is actually like, that is worth the extra cost. You know, yeah. For me. Which yeah. speaking of that. So one of our friends that watches the podcast sometimes mm-hmm. he's in Ohio and he gets, he gets Weller and he gets Weller antique all the time. Like, like easily it's it's really annoying so he told me yesterday he was going to trade for a bottle of sweet wheat 1792 sweet wheat i ended up paying i think like 180 bucks with shipping for a bottle of sweet wheat because you can really bad at all yeah the cheapest i've ever seen it was like 150 bucks this asshole messages me yesterday and said he went into his local like liquor store and yeah. he got a bottle of sweet wheat for 40 bucks. You shitting me. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> for the listeners that have no idea what we're talking about, here's some of the secondary prices on sweet wheat. I like assuming you might be able to find it there. Oh no, that's just the small batch. Yeah, I was gonna say this is that's sweet just... wheat is two hundred bucks right there. Yeah, the shop I wonder, did they even know what they had? That's exactly what I said. I said, did they just not know that it was because you see regular on seventeen ninety two for that price? Yeah. I was like, did they just not read it? Oh, if you can get it in the lottery, it actually is forty dollars MSRP in Virginia on their state lottery system. For the lottery Damn. system, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, usually you see it. Like I said, when I saw it for one hundred and fifty, I jumped all over it because it's impossible to find as it is let alone find it for under 200 bucks. Right. So yeah, 40 bucks. And that wasn't on the lottery. So 
Impressive. Like, God damn it. I tried Four Roses Single Barrel when I was at that bacon, bourbon, and uh, burgers place. I think Four Roses is incredibly overrated. Yeah, I wasn't nuts about it. I just it, it was very floral tasting, and I mean you get and I understand there's like ten different recipes Four Roses can do from mm-hmm. all the different stuff. Maybe the single barrel one I had just wasn't that good. It just it was I, too floral for me to try. I just, I didn't enjoy it that much. Yeah, I've never um, used it where like I've never had a Four Roses that I was like, oh wow, it's good. Like it's just always like, eh, never. Yeah. Uh, what about Angel's Envy? Have we talked about that one before? Yeah, it's another one that I never. It's like I'm like, eh. Yeah, that's this. That's the same one. It's it just. It's not good. This is delicious. Yeah. Um, easy to find. Very easy to find. So, uh, have you? That Harper is really good. If you go back. Boop. At the bottom, the fifteen uh, year. I've heard good things about this Lost Monarch too. I haven't tried it though. Yeah. Oh, the IW Harper. Yeah, that's really good. That's a good price, actually. Eighty-five bucks, fifteen-year-old bourbon. Yeah. That is that is to say that is a really good price. I've seen it for a lot more. What's the? Uh, let's see what the proof is on it. I'm gonna assume it's ninety. Let's see. I don't have any of it. A friend of mine has a couple of bottles of it. It's really good. Just let me in. Okay, sure. All right. For all of you watching, that's not my actual birthday. If you're trying to play any jokes, 86 proof. Okay, it's on the lower end of the spectrum, but 15 years, I mean, that's still, wow. it's still a higher proof than like 15 year old scotches and stuff like that, because most of the Irish and uh, scotch whiskeys are only 80 proof. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd be yeah. Able to try that. Anyway, yeah, so he got it for the MSRP, which is yeah. uh, unheard of unless you get it in a lottery. Yeah, there you go. GLB, if it is a control state, sweet wheat is $40 MSRP. Yeah, it's just you just never see, never see, see no it for that. Never. Yeah, <laughs> never see it for that. Redwood Empire Lost Mark is worth the buy. It's a boo rye, boo rye, bourbon, a high rye bourbon. I'm guessing that's what it means. It's a high rye bourbon. So, uh, on another note, what did um, LSU do last week? It was a bye week. Mm. So fortunately, because this week we're going to get skull dragged by Bama. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's the first weekend in November is always Bama weekend. We've got a lame duck coach. We've got injuries. Like half of the roster is on the DL. Mm-hmm. Um, the other half is entering the transfer portal. So we're, we're going to show up with like the JV squad this week and get absolutely throttled. So fortunately, Sandy and I have a fundraiser for her school to go to. So I don't have to expose myself Yeah. to the... Uh, the embarrassment that is forthcoming. Yeah, well, I was talking to, you know, when we were watching that game uh, at the bar, the Miami game, the Miami-NC State game. Yeah. NC State was ranked somewhere in the middle of the pack there, and Mm -hmm. I was sort of lamenting. I was like, you know, Miami is on the verge of firing that coach. I I still think he's going to get fired. But um, that quarterback from Miami, you know, they're 
King got hurt for the whole year, and then they stick this freshman kid in there. Mm-hmm. And he, his first couple games, first two games, he had really bad first halves, and then second half he kind of went nuts. They should have won both of those games. Yeah. And then uh, he had a great game against NC State, and then man, he lit Pitt up last week. Like, and Pitt was, I think Pitt was ranked 18th or something like that. Uh, so they had a big win last week too. And then uh, now they kind of have a kind of an easier part of their schedule. So Mm -hmm. uh, they're playing like all freshmen. It's like freshmen up and down. Their quarterbacks are freshmen. Their running backs are freshmen. Their receivers are freshmen. Their Mm -hmm. their defense that's making plays are all freshmen. It's crazy. Like you look down through, it's like freshmen, freshmen, freshmen. So, um, yeah, the pick game last week was pretty good. They – that quarterback, man, he's good. Holy he's shit. Solid. Like, yeah, I was watching him. That kid, he's got some balls. He makes some throws that are uh, pretty crazy. So he's probably – I don't know if he's going to save the coach's job because I think they still kind of realize they should be better mm-hmm. uh, than they are, but I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm looking, I don't know if they're going to fire him now. I was sure they were going to fire him, and then now I'm like 85% sure they're still going to fire him. But if they go on a run – because now they play like Georgia Tech and they play Ohio, or Florida State and Duke and because you know they they actually when going into the season I was like man Miami's schedule is so weak mm-hmm. like uh, all they played was Alabama and then North mm-hmm. Carolina was really the only other decently ranked team mm-hmm. but they now as the season's played on Miami has like one of the hardest schedules in the whole country because they played Michigan State uh, they he's looking Alabama, really good. Right? two top five teams and yeah. then um you know nc state and Pitt were ranked like higher than normal and even like appalachian state has a hot like a, a decent like a uh, record and all that so anyway the whole season's been so weird um and now they're kind of going into some games where they should win they're playing like i said like florida state duke um so yeah some some easy ones that they should be able to to get by pretty easily with so yeah now all of a sudden it's like <laughs> It's like, oh, and then Virginia Tech. So it's like, oh man, they're like, it's just enough to just piss you off. You know what I mean? Because what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to drop one of these games. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That they should win, and then you know they give you a little bit of hope, and then you know it's coming. <laughs> you know by yeah. now it's coming, but you know you're still. They play like another noon game. They play Georgia Tech this week at like noon or something yeah. like that. So we'll get up, hang out. She has a totally new schedule now. Um, which is kind of why we were like celebrating with some Blanton's the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh, she changed jobs and uh, new schedule, so everything's much easier for us. Cool. What's up, Jojo? How are you, man? Yeah. Man. Uh, did y'all do anything for Halloween? Are y'all big Halloween people? No. Um. Obviously now too, like no house. You know, we're at an apartment, so mm-hmm. no, no trick or treaters or anything like that. Yeah. Um. What did we do? I was gonna watch. We ended up watching. I can't remember what we ended up watching. Um, I was gonna have her watch the 2018 Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about that before. Yeah. Right. That movie was awesome. I loved that one. That was so good. And uh, she's never seen it, so we mm-hmm. were gonna watch that. But we started watching them. Did you ever see his Dark Materials or ever read those books? No, I haven't. Is that good? Yeah. So they made an HBO show. It's there's two seasons into it. It's sort of like a the books are really really good. They're mm-hmm. um, 
they're like kind of a young adult, maybe like Hunger Games age group type thing because it's like yeah. um, it, it it's hard to explain because it's it's very like deep adult stuff kind of going on, but also mm-hmm. at the same time um, kind of for like young adults in the same way. But uh, HBO turned its three books and HBO turned it into a show a couple of years ago and. I watched the first season. There's two seasons out. I didn't watch the second one. So we're going to go back and rewatch the first one. I'm going to rewatch it. She's going to watch it for the first time. And then we're going to watch season two. And then I think they're going to do like season three is the final one uh, next year. But the books are, the books are really good, man. Very like, very anti-religion, very like uh, Hmm. kind of fantasy, but also like not like yeah. overly like fantasy at the same time it's yeah pretty good it's pretty good stuff and the show is really good when you say anti-religion is it more like atheist kind of thing or it's saying like religions used to mind control people or assert authority over them or dominations those yeah. kind of things yeah kind of like both like where um the author is very like outspoken against against religion and gotcha. basically it's like one of these um books where religion is trying to keep the truth from people kind of thing mm-hmm. so they're yeah. you know they're kind of the villain sort of in it um yeah but uh yeah it's good stuff like i said it's on um hbo hbo max, max. it's pretty good okay mm-hmm. it's a good show cool. we'll have to keep an eye out for that one man. a lot of good people in it jojo feeling good reverse dieting and not cutting anymore yeah i gotta imagine once you're when you're coming out of contest prep and you're finishing you're you're getting back to living normally uh, those extra calories and, and fewer cardio sessions probably do feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been reverse dieting for like two years now. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the perma bulk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it changes like day by day. Yeah. Some days I just, I'm not hungry. I don't eat. And then it's a reverse diet the next day. You're going to account for the calories you didn't eat the day before. That works. Exactly. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, something I was getting ready to say. Halloween. His dark materials. Well, like Zero. Well, you got a super highly active job. I mean, you're you're delivering packages all damn day. So uh doing doing the Lord's work with Amazon. Yeah. And uh, that's cardio. It's, yeah, that's that's you're getting more steps than I can only I can imagine. Yeah, zero cardio right up my alley. Yeah. Zero cardio is right up my alley. What was I gonna say? We had bourbon. Football. Cover the football. Oh, we were talking about Dan earlier with the Christmas party, and they yeah. have now the collaboration coming out with them and Space Jam. Space Jam I like yeah. I like the original movie a lot. I think oh, yeah. you may have mentioned before that you did too. Oh, I mean, of course. Okay, I, yeah. So much so that I wouldn't in any way, shape, or form ever in a million years watch the remake. Or You're not going to acknowledge the uh, nope. travesty of 2021? Nope. I don't know. It's uh, blasphemous. Agreed. Well, it's 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 funny that it, I guess however you want to look at it, LeBron has always been in Michael Jordan's shadow. Even coming out, they always compared him to Mike. You know, I don't know if he'll ever get out of that. And trying to redo Jordan's movie that just that makes it just seem yeah. like you still got this chip on your shoulder that you know you're yeah. inferior. And you're going to try and yeah. take him away. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. I um, I've. I was always like a LeBron fan, like when he was younger, because I was mm-hmm. really like kind of impressed by him because the way he sort of handled himself, basically being 19 years old and having the entire world at your feet kind of thing. As he's gotten older, I think 
he's really uh, just kind of gone off the rails. You know, a lot of really stupid things he said. Mm -hmm. I think he kind of gives in to what people think he should say, you know, his fans and whatever and stuff like that. So I think that that's, I don't know. I don't really like respect him anymore. And I think like what you're just saying is makes a lot of sense where he's like talked about pushing back against it and stuff, but then he kind of does the same thing, you know, wants to remake it. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jojo. I heard it was more Warner Brother advertising as opposed to an actual movie based. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Like in the crowd, they just have a bunch of cameos of all these different uh, IPs from the Warner Brothers lot. Like you'd see Batman or Superman sitting in the audience watching them during the game. Uh, I wasn't going to waste the time or money to to watch it. Uh, you know, uh, but I've heard um, that comment off few from a few different sources. This other comment is interesting. I don't know if you're like this because I hear this a lot. Um, people will like watch like a tv show or they'll like watch movies and stuff like that and yeah and people will say like oh i, I didn't like it or, or and then I'll, I'll like ask them why and they'll make a comment about like these underlying sort of like social whatever points they're trying to make and i'm like damn i yeah. didn't like i didn't <laughs> i just i don't, like don't i don't i don't know man like sometimes like, i watch movies and i just kind of watch them and Mm -hmm. this type of stuff doesn't usually like sink in like i don't really like notice if they're trying to get across because i because honestly like i don't i don't uh i don't really like care i don't care like what other uh like if a filmmaker is trying to get across like a social uh point or whatever like i don't really care like what they think about it i just want to be entertained so i'm like sometimes i don't see I only see like the entertainment value of a movie because that's yeah. all I. But I hear I hear this a lot. Like I think like I'm in the minority where like I don't. Uh, this stuff doesn't really like sink in. Yeah, it's well. I mean, going back to certain things, so certain movies and genres have lent themselves to, like there there are certain messages or themes that the director or the writers want to get across. So the original Star Trek, definitely had some things like, hey, we're trying to make the human race better. We're going to advance it. But it wasn't in your face. It was subtle, and it played on common themes like we're going to enrich the human spirit. Let's not be afraid of each other. Let's, you know, war is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these kind of universal themes where I think a lot of the messaging that could be perceived in movies today is beating you over the head with something. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the case in point that is easy for me, and, you know, I don't read a lot into it, but I, I've heard the, a couple of people say that it was nice that this wasn't a super woke fest of a movie because a lot of what has been turned out of Hollywood as of late has been especially like the new Doctor Who uh, and the new Star Trek Discovery series that's on the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Um, but where was I going? Oh, if you go back and remember Avengers Endgame, at the end of the movie when, they, when they're all teaming up and all of the Avengers finally come out and they start fighting Thanos, there is that one scene where Spider-Man has the glove Captain Marvel comes in and says, I'll take the glove. And Spider-Man says, how are you going to do this? And then it's like the girl power moment where every single female character from the MCU says, we don't need your help. We'll handle it. And I'm like, that's pretty obvious. Fuck you to all the men out there. Woman power. Rah, rah, rah. I, I literally did. I've watched that scene so many times. I never took it yeah. that way. No, I mean, Sandy's not a super feminist, but when she watched it, she made the comment to me. She said, that's stupid. She says that makes no sense. There's no reason to have that in there either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. I, I'm not saying anybody is like wrong for thinking yeah. that. I just that doesn't. I guess that's my point is that doesn't because I'm just like yeah. I was like 
oh cool like big shiny objects like it's it's a marvel movie or it, the same kind yeah. of thing happened i think when people were like bitching about like the star wars movies like the latest like star wars movies and yeah. i remember like people were like in an uproar about it and i'm like man I, I like that and then people were like well the the messaging i was like the messaging i was like it's fucking jedis man like it's <laughs> messaging like what are you talking about <laughs> i just don't i just i miss these things i don't yeah I don't know. but i think that um like the to the comment here too is like, I don't watch, I actually don't like watch a lot of like newer stuff. And that's maybe that's part of the reason why too, is because like, if I see like a preview for something or there's certain directors and certain actors and stuff like that, do you know, this is part of what they do? I just don't watch yeah. it. Right. Like, yeah. The same thing with me. Like I, I didn't watch really the new Ghostbusters in 2016. That was the all girl cast. Cause I'm thinking we just re re rehashed the original thing. But we changed it. We made all four girls the Ghostbusters and the guys the secretary now. That's mm. real innovation. I'm like, I don't plus I didn't like any of the comedians that were really in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and that was kind of fun. That's a good example, actually, because they um also I remember like I remember people there being like backlash because they were because no one went and saw it. Yeah. And then um everybody they they were all blaming this on on sexism. That that's the yeah. reason why nobody watching. And I was like, uh, the reason why I'm not going to watch it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they're female. It's it's. I think this yeah. is a stupid idea. Yeah. To like it's, try to redo it and just make it women. That's there's nothing innovative. There's nothing like. It's derivative. It's like it's, yeah. Like that's great. Uh, like I'm glad. Like go ahead and make that movie. I'm just I'm not interested in watching the same movie just swapping out men for women. That that's not that's not appealing enough uh, for me to do it. Right. Well, it's like you watch, um, uh, you know, like we rewatched Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, whatever people think about the ending or stuff, but th that show is awesome, like, especially as you watch right through it. And if you know how there's, you know, like you watch movies or stuff like that, and they make the women characters are off, often like the same. They, they try to make these strong women characters, but they're really just like exhaustive. Like they're just, they're, they're like, combative for like no reason they try to be like they try to be like overly they and they try to portray them as strong and i'm like actually like this gives me the opposite vibe this seems like they're just like really insecure so yep. we were watching game of thrones and i'm like you watch a show like that the women in that show are actually like badass and they don't do it in in a way where they're like we're women so we have to be like over the top like about right. it. we just we just are you know kind of thing so it's yeah. like, that makes more sense. You know what I mean? It's like when you're, I think that's like the part you're talking about with um, the Marvel one. If you just, if Captain Marvel, like she's all time badasses and all of like superheroes. So yeah. if she comes in and does it, just do it. You don't have yeah. to make, we don't have to make a point that we're doing it because we're women and we don't need because yeah. you just do it because they're already badasses. So right, like the, yeah. more, the more you point to it, the you sort of take away the integrity of the whole purpose of it. Yeah, and it's like you go back through the history of cinema, and even you know you can go back through uh, novels and, and fiction, all that. They're strong women characters without slapping you in the face. Like Ellen Ripley in the Alien movies is a super badass. Jamie Lee Curtis in the later Halloween movies, like in H two O, was yeah. a badass, and that and all of that stuff. I mean, it's just. There are certain strong and Princess Leia. Go back and watch the original Star Wars trilogies back mm -hmm. when Star Wars was good. I'll side with the people that think the new the Disney trilogy is shit because I read all of the old books and that that storyline I think is oh, much better. 
Well, that when um, you when you talk about like the differences in like the storylines, I think that's different. I think yeah. I, I know what you mean. If you just take it for what it is, then I like it. But if yeah. you start doing that, then I get it because I know yeah. uh, some people that feel the same way. But I saw I yeah. saw feedback about like all like the messaging and stuff in it. I'm like, I didn't see. I don't know, man. Like it's it's good versus evil. It's light versus dark. The way it has always been. It's just yeah. people will, people will find. Not that people are wrong, like there is instances like you brought up and like he's bringing up that it makes sense, but people will also really look for this stuff, to, you know, kind of yeah. weird about it anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, I would agree with that. I, I haven't think- seen No Time to Die yet. I do like the James Bond series overall. The Daniel Craig ones have been a mixed bag for me, like Casino Royale, I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Quantum of Solace was really boring to me. And then it's like they tried to make James Bond more like Jason Bourne than an actual like spy kind of thriller. And then like the past couple of movies have all been James Bond, you're old, you should be retired. You don't fit in our world anymore. It seems like this is the third or fourth time they're playing on that storylines. Like he starts out, like they have to bring him out of retirement. Just, just show me James Bond kicking ass and you know, being a badass. So you got to click on the last comment that just came in. So I want to talk about this. I love strong female characters. Just not Abby from the last of us. She curls snoops deadlifts. So she's ripped. Ellen. So the last of us, uh, you, you ever played The Last of Us? Mm-mm. So it's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, they're actually making a TV show out of it finally. Okay. But so there was a version I think for PlayStation Three, and then they remastered it for PlayStation Four. Okay. And then uh, it's a it's a zombie apocalypse kind of game. But man, oh, dude, cool. this this <laughs> this there isn't The Last of Us is hands down one of the greatest video games ever made. It is absolutely really. It's it's freaky. It's uh-huh. uh, it'll it'll creep you out. Like, but it's the story of it is is crazy. So they made a they made a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. And the one character he's talking about in there, speaking of uh, unnecessary woke culture kind of things, yeah. uh, it's exactly like what he's talking about. Like they put in, um, basically they make her. I mean, she's 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 trans like she's a dude and then there's like this scene where she like bends the guy over and so it's like you know we always like there's this thing right where you're like okay we we know that this stuff is out there it's it's okay to acknowledge the existence of it and be totally fine with it you don't have to interject it in everything correct like force people to be like Okay, this this it's like okay, we get it. Like this stuff, like but this this is so like bizarre. There's no like point to having this. Yeah, it's not because, a natural fit or something like that. Because and I'll tell you why too, like with this game, not to give away like spoilers and stuff for the game, but there's there's nothing about her being I mean, I don't even know what to that's part of the problem too, is I'm not sure what I'm supposed to call people like this. I, I've lost track. I've asked people that are in these communities, like can you just help me understand what I'm supposed to say and what I'm not supposed to say? Cause yeah, I don't know. Cause it's like new rules every single day. Right. So whatever this, whatever, this, whatever she, she, <laughs> she is, she's obviously like uh, a man and a woman like at the same time or whatever, but there's nothing in the game that that has anything to do with anything. She doesn't like, they don't like explore like that or like make it like a, it's she just is and they do this in your face kind of stuff about this and it's like well that doesn't that does that that 
it's, yeah, when it's forced like that and slapping you in the face, that's when it like you're detracting from the main story. Right. And I think if some of these themes were just worked naturally in, and I think that's partially right. exactly so many people hate a lot of the movies coming out these days because you can you can put up with a lot of things like Jiffy was saying, and he says here in this comment, if the movie is good and entertaining, you but when yeah. things are forced and shoehorned yes. in there in something that doesn't fit and it takes away from the story or it's just a message wrapped around a shitty story then mm -hmm. I mean, yeah well because you know that people are only doing it to appease a, a group of people because if you don't do it and there's times like this too and i, I like this is a little bit annoying to me like i, I think it's good to have uh, diversity like always right but you're watching like the witcher for example um yeah awesome show they make mm -hmm. some casting decisions which it's like hey man diversify the cast i think it's i think it's a good thing um yeah to have legitimate like diversity in cast, of course it is. Mm -hmm. But the the story, actually, there's parts of it that don't make sense because people are like related to each other, but they're completely different ethnicities and things like that. So it really like contradicts it contradicts part of the story just to make sure that you check certain boxes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas like that's what I mean when you read like Game of Thrones and you watch the show, they're not doing it to check boxes. They're doing it naturally they're doing it like and maybe there is yeah. some examples i'm sure people can find some examples where uh, they think i'm wrong but it's like it just doesn't you know it's almost like an advertisement if that makes sense where like mm -hmm. you're watching a, a movie sort of playing along and then like okay uh, trans yeah. advertising checking our boxes uh, here We're doing, yeah, we have the token yeah we have to we have to do this for for our sponsors the LGBT, you know, the letter community. It's yeah. like, we, so we have to appease them. And it's like, it's really weird. It's like kind of like jarring. You're like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. why did we just do that? Cause it doesn't sort of fit in. So. Right. Yeah. I'm yes. with you. Yep. Jojo heard well, we got that one already. Speaking of Halloween, we went to a friend's neighborhood and it was the coolest experience of trick or treating. Good. They had a house that had lights on for kids to get candy. And then they had houses with lights on for jello shots and other adult beverages. So that is awesome. So when uh, awesome. we used to go trick-or-treating and then, um, you know, when I got a little bit older, we would take my cousins trick-or-treating mm -hmm. and that's what we would do is the parents, the parents would just be drinking beer, walking around, walking with their kids. And yeah. then uh, you would stop at somebody's house and they would give the parents a beer and you would uh, give kids candy, you know? Yeah. This was, this was, uh, I don't want to say like rural America, but you know, this is, Pennsylvania and yeah. uh, somewhat, you know, not like hillbillies, but you know, kind of close. but man, everybody just had a good the time. The backbone of America, the hardworking people right. push our country forward. But no, but I, I agree with you this year. We took the halfling around. This is her second year doing it, So she's four now that her first time actually trick or treating was last year, three years old. And we went around saying, and I dress up in full Ninja Turtle costumes. And she was a Ninja Turtle last year. This year she dressed up, she she created this little thing called Lava Girl, where she just wears a bunch of red stuff. She's got like she took our red Ninja Turtle mask, a red cape she got from somewhere else, red shirt, red tutu that spins, and red gloves and all this other shit. Last isn't year, Lava Girl, isn't Lava Girl actually something? Apparently so, because we had three people say, right. "Oh well, have you seen the cartoon? There's some cartoon called yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl." I said, "I have no idea what that yeah, is." And yeah, I know yeah, she's yeah, never watched it. it. Yeah, yeah, Adventures yeah. of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the costume is anything similar, but. Sophia just wears all, all red stuff. But last year we were walking around and I had never seen this. We go and hand her, she gets candy 
And then somebody else asks us, they said, hey, we got adult beverages right here. And so like they have a whole cooler of like those mini wine bottles or cans of like Michelob Ultra or something. And then this year we go walking around and I, I was smart. I, I made myself a double old fashioned in one of those like Yeti things. And I was sipping off that while walking. Yeah. We were walking around for two and a half hours, man. She racked up like that little candy bag she had by the end of night was we weighed it. It's like 12 pounds nice. <laughs> worth of candy. So yeah, she man. cleaned up. But as many people that told us about Shark Boy and Lava Girl, that's how many houses said, hey, you guys want to come in? We, we've got a fully stocked bar. You can uh, just top off. I said, I've never seen that. And maybe I don't remember being that young to see if my parents were offered anything. But my, my parents aren't big drinkers. Um, but yeah, this year, yeah. man, just in our neighborhood, it's it's they're like, hey, come on in. Hey, you want a beer? You want some bourbon? You want anything? I said, I'm still good now. But if I swing back around and, you know, 45 minutes, I can probably hit you up for something. You know what's funny too is um, the more, and you know, once you hit like a certain you know age group, right? Mm -hmm. You, you kind of notice, and I mean, this is why I am too. But like, I'll give you an example of what of the point I'm trying to get. So, uh, my one buddy, he he moved outside of uh, DC, mm -hmm. and he's in Virginia. It's a very uber ridiculously expensive, you know. The houses, townhouses are, you know, around like a million dollars, like regular houses are over a million dollars. So, so anyway, his neighborhood, it's mostly like uh, Indians. They will all work like IT for the government and stuff like that mm -hmm. and um, all doing like very well or whatever. And he he lives there in a, in a house. Yeah. Um, and then there's these this townhouse section. Like I said, they're all like it minimum like six hundred thousand dollar townhouses up to like eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollar townhouses mm -hmm. i only know because he wanted me to move there and i was like dude there's <laughs> i'm not living in a fucking townhouse for 900 grand so anyway you need to sell a few more apps first <laughs> right like I, I was like dude i could literally live anywhere why would i live where the cost of living is this ridiculous right so uh i get it because they drive into dc for work so anyway long story short uh he I, oh man, this is going to turn into like an even longer story. So when we, we first moved there, uh, when he first moved there, they had this, they were really close fam, uh, neighborhood in New Jersey. They moved to Virginia and his kids were like, he has two young daughters and they were kind of upset because they, they didn't have friends there and they missed their friends and the neighborhood, like I said, uh, um, they just, you know, Indian culture is just different. They kind of stick together or whatever. And the girls were having trouble making friends. And then like his, so his wife, one day she was like, literally like in tears. And she's like, I, you know, I just really miss our friends. I miss our neighbors. She's like, I can't make friends around here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My buddy and I are like, you know, we'll, we'll go make some friends. We'll go make some friends right now. Right. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, what are you guys talking about? We're like, this is just what we do. Like the reason why we don't have more friends is because we don't want more friends, but we can make friends. Yeah. So literally what we did was <laughs> we put his kids in a radio flyer wagon mm -hmm. and we put a cooler of beer on it. And we walked down to there's there's playgrounds in the middle of these like really nice neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we're like, we're gonna go make some friends. Like guaranteed if we walk through there with a cooler of beer, drinking beers. We're gonna make friends. Yep. We couldn't stop making friends. Like we we walked down. We're like we're not gonna walk around this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go down to the townhouses because you could see like the, in the townhouses there was like a lot of like police flags and like American flags hanging up. Yeah. And you could kind of tell it was like more our vibe. So we walked down there, dude. Every house like we walked by, I swear to God, like people were like they would come out and they're like, hey, 
hey guys what, what are you guys doing and there's like a party around here and so we're like and then they would come out and bring beer out and stuff like mm-hmm. that and um, we come back and <laughs> we're laughing and his wife's like just kind of sitting there and we're like so you have all the friends that you'll ever need no, <laughs> you just it took us like two hours right just need some beer that's it so the whole point i was trying to get at with this whole thing is it really doesn't matter like where you live people are just still the same you know what I mean? Like for the most part, you just, you find those people everywhere, man. And it, you just go bring some beer. If you have a cooler, you will make friends, man. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't matter how much money people make. Huh. It, it does not change. I mean, we still sit around, we play PlayStation three and, uh, you know, drink together in his mansion. And it's like, no, nobody changes. Like we're still yeah. the same people. So uh-huh. anyway, it just kind of reminds me of that whole thing. It really doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. Jojo, can you talk about Bloody Hell and Cell Flow 6? Sure. Uh, sure. We can do that. Sure. Let me pull up the uh, supplement facts real quick. Pretty straightforward. Put nitrosogen, Cell Flow, and something else. Yep. Something nitrosogen, Cell Flow 6, and Vaso Drive AP. Pretty badass. Uh, share, share screen. Simple and to the point and super badass. All right, there we go. All right, so we got 1,500 milligrams of nitrosogen, uh, 600 milligrams cell flow 6, 508 milligrams of vasodrive AP. So nitrosogen, or what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say really the only thing, and at this point, like, I mean, you couldn't do this anyway. I think it would make this super expensive because I know cell flow is very expensive. Uh, basal drive, I can't remember. I don't, I don't, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's a very cheap date. Um, nitrosogen is, but the only, literally like the only thing that is you could add here probably would be like some nitrates because you have basal drive is like the, well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. as far as like, <laughs> that's, that's not going to work with this rule for right. a couple of reasons, but you can't, yeah. right. you can't but like, <laughs> but I think what, uh, what I'm getting at is like, there's really only like so many levers you're really going to tick on when it comes to pump and yep. there's no like hydration or anything like that in here, but you have, you know, the nitrosogen, the citrulline, the arginine pathway, mm-hmm. but then you have, uh, Basal drive is kind of its own. Like you've used basal drive, like in formulas and stuff like that. Basal drive is kind of like one of those unique uh, ingredients itself, where it touches on uh, pump and actually in a little bit different way, rather than like a lot of the traditional ones we see. And then you have like cell flow is more like the polyphenol action uh, kind of thing. So it's actually like there's a lot going on here for only like three ingredients. I guess is my point. Yeah, yeah. Each ingredient is at the the max recommended dosage. Night uh, Nutrition Twenty One won't let you actually dose it higher than that. Um, the nitrosogen. Yeah, they won't let you go over fifteen hundred mm-hmm. milligrams. And if, like, if you wanted to do three thousand, they're not going to let you do it. Um, Cell Flow Six is at six hundred. Full dose of that. Vasodrive AP, like you were mentioning earlier, uh, it works on inhibiting the ACE enzyme, so angiotensin converting enzyme. Um, and that's the one that will cause vasoconstriction. So by inhibiting that, it allows for more open, more flexible blood vessels. And so you get more blood flow, which the nitrosogen and cell flow 6, cell flow 6 is increasing uh, 
endothelial nitric oxide synthase activity, which is the enzyme that catalyzes the production of nitric oxide in the body. And nitrosogene is giving more fuel. So you've got more fuel, wider open vessels, more conversion of the precursor into active nitric oxide. And you got the vasodrive and the polyphenols of SoFlo6 making it wider and more flexible. So, mm-hmm. you know, from yeah. every aspect possible, you've got, you know, lots and lots of blood going to the working muscles. Yeah, like I said, the only really thing like you would need here to to cover literally like everything, well, besides maybe some hydration, which is not going to happen in a, a capsule product, but right. would be nitrates, and you're not going to put uh, nitrates in here anyway, because then it's like, because I think I the I guess the whole point is like some people will I think look at this that are that are in love with these 37 ingredient uh, formulas, mm-hmm. and I would be like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with like having a ton of ingredients in a formula, but sometimes three ingredients or four ingredients put together the right way is going to give you something better um, than, you know, maybe some redundancies can actually be counterproductive in some ways. So it's like, I, I didn't get a chance to try this one, but um, this is a cool one, man. I think it's, uh, it depends on, because I got to try Selflow uh, by itself a lot, and I was really a big fan of it. And I'm a huge fan of VasoDrive. I think VasoDrive is, is super cool. Yep. Um, Nitrosogen is super reliable. Um, did you do this one? I don't know if you can uh, say that. Yeah, I mean, that? I helped Robbie with it. Yeah, I, got, I had some input yeah. on it. Makes sense. Yeah, because I know uh, we'll talk about cost uh, of goods in this formula. <laughs> people, yeah, I think people would be shocked. It's three ingredients. This is a damn expensive formula. Yeah, exactly. These none of these are cheap, and I mean, Selflow Six for the listeners that may not be sure what it is, it is Vaso Six. Um, so Vaso Six has gone through uh, some stuff on the back end, uh, and now it's Selflow Six. Did feel a little bit different to me when I was trying it out. When I was trying it head to head with Vaso Six, it felt it felt different to me a little bit. Yeah. There was like a focus aspect of it. Uh, maybe maybe that could be something that only happened when you mix with stimulants like there could be something sort of going on there i don't know if you just tried it uh by itself that you would get the same effects but i seem to have when i would take this with um with something uh maybe even like higher stimulant i remember using self-flow with um one of robbie's it might have been double impact or something like that Mm -hmm. all of everything that was going on with there just lasted a little bit longer and was just like a little bit more noticeable every time I did it. I don't know if that was just, you know, coincidence or something, but it just felt like what I would use it with just was like a notch higher, which is, yeah. I guess the point, but anyway, it was, a, it, it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to, uh, we'll get to use it. Somebody's going to release a standalone. I know some companies were already planning on doing it. So that'll be mm-hmm. a fun one to sort of tinker around with. Yeah, man. I like this. And I'm like, you could, if you just want to do like a standalone capsule pre-workout, you could do this and take four or eight caps of overtime or any other nootropic. Or if you just want, like, this could be your pump caps and you have a nootropic earlier in the day, like a powdered one or some coffee, you want to keep things super simple or you stack this with any other stem based pre-workout that you're wanting to do because I don't know anything that's stacking these three ingredients together currently. What's the price on uh, this one for 20 series? This one is $50, but if you use the code FINALSCOOP, you can save 15%. Ah, look at that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it makes sense. I think that this is a it's a it's a two dollar a serving kind of product. If you mm -hmm. know the ingredients that are in there, it's two dollar serving product. Yep. So, I, like I said, I'm sure that people are going to and this. I would say this. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of what Robbie does. But I think that there's going to be people that see the price and see the and they're not going to appreciate it for what's going on in it. Yeah. But it's taking, like I said, the way they take it and you put those three ingredients together, you, you're leaving no stone unturned. Like if you have a good intra uh, hydration sort of product to go with this, mm -hmm. um, like I said, the only other thing that you could add that would maybe do something is nitrates. And like I said, you're not, you're not going to have that here. And then yeah. it would be too expensive anyway, because nitrates are yeah, all of those branded things are super expensive. But the only branded ingredient that's not expensive is S7. That's <laughs> all you need to know about that ingredient. <laughs> price, the price per kilo is actually pretty expensive, but you only ever see people use like, you know, 25 50, milligrams 50 of it. So like, but the price per kilo, I remember on that one's pretty expensive. Yeah. I would love to see, I was talking with Aaron at Performax, and he said there's supposed to be another pilot study or some other kind of small study showing that it actually improves exercise performance. So I'm waiting for that to, to come out and uh, I'll be curious to see what it's what it shows. Not impressed with that uh, that last one. Not, not, really. not really. I think but... I feel like um or no maybe I'm thinking of Spectra. Spectra is another ingredient that I shit on all the time. But I think um, it's the same company. It's all it's futureceuticals. And uh, but I remember I think Ben, I think Ben Hartman used it at like seven hundred and fifty milligrams in uh, I want to say it, may, it might be even be like his nutrigen. No, I think it's his uh, meal replacement. Uh, macrogen, I think it's called. So he um, he uses, and that was the first time I saw Spectra, and I was like, you know what? That's actually uh, a legitimate dose because most people use it at like a hundred milligrams or something like that, or fifty, and it gives you a nice big paragraph to put that looks super cool on your label, but it's not going to do anything, but he actually used it at like 700. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, his explanation, it makes sense too, because it, it's uh, the phytonutrients. It's, it's not that there's something like inherently wrong with using that. It's just, if you're, it's like the S7, if you're going to use those types of ingredients, I think that that's valid. Right. But if you're going to use 25 milligrams of it, then I don't, I don't really see, I just don't see it. I don't see the point. Yeah, and the typical, I guess, suggested dose is 100 milligrams of spectra. If you can use seven times something and it's not toxic, why aren't more companies putting in it? Because we know this isn't that expensive of an ingredient. Yeah. So that was like the one time I saw it and I was like, hmm, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Cool process too, by the way. Yeah, man. That is a, a solid meal replacement. And actually, he even said, because um, he used the calcium casinate um uh -huh. he actually said that he wanted to use micellar casing which calcium casinate's really not that much different but uh yeah. he he was like honestly he's like if i would have put micellar casing in there he's like i would have lost money on this product <laughs> he's yeah. like because he's like so this is what we got to do um this flavor sounds interesting no baked cookies homemade apple pie dude the blueberry lemon cake is insane I bet that's good. It's so good. All the ones I've tried, I think I've tried them all. They're all good, but the blueberry lemon cake is my, that's my jam. I need to try adaptogen. I'm curious to see how we flavored that thing, if that is even remotely 
palatable. It's awesome. The vanilla one is awesome. So the uh, this is a super cool product. Yeah. He's uh, so the other one must be sold out. It's like chocolate. Yeah, chocolate dream is sold out. So the chocolate one to me it has, if you look at it, there's some really weird stuff in there. There's like the glandular tissue. Yeah, all this stuff is, it, it, as you can imagine, does not taste very good. Um, on the chocolate one, when I have it by itself, you can. There's like a aftertaste that's a little weird. But the vanilla one, man, there's it is like it's shocking how good it is. Yeah, but a lot, of these, it, a lot of people mix it with coffee and stuff like that, and you don't notice that. Uh, that could work. That'd be a really good coffee creamer, too. Plus, because, I mean, mushroom coffee is a huge thing right now. It has been for a couple of years, and you're getting three grams full of that compared to some other little coffee, mushroom coffees out there that aren't anywhere near that amount. Yeah, and you got the um, phosphatidylcholine. Yeah, I would make more bark like, stress. A lot of people use this first thing in the morning. I don't. Uh, this is, uh, it's too, you know, you have the magnolia bark. That that stuff is super calming for me. Yeah, it is. A lot of people feel like energetic uh, when they take this stuff. And I'm not that way. I actually prefer it. Say if I use like a really like super high uh, stim pre-workout and I have like a really intense workout, I'll take this in that post-workout window. Yeah. Uh, try to get things sort of back on the rail. What is it? I mean, dude, I love this formula. Yeah, it's like everything Ben does. It's a uh, top-notch formulas. Yeah. Supplements next. Hey, Kristen. I used it in coffee the other day. It tastes great. True. It is. And the vanilla one, like I said, is really uh, – it's shocking how good it is uh, for what's in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, my man. I know you got a meeting coming up soon, so I'll let you uh, get on with your business and whatnot. I do, and that'll be a fun. So we're getting a little bit closer. This is uh, we're gonna meet with Tristan and his brothers. They still haven't announced the name of the brand. But you know, we've been working on that brand with them for like a year. Mm -hmm. They've been working on it for probably two years. Um, it is it's ready to drop, man. It's uh, they are some good kids, man. They are uh, they're awesome. So uh, that brand, I said, there the brand is going to be more for um, the formulas are cool. Uh, I, if I do say it so myself, they perform super well. Um, but you know, their, their crowd is very young. They're like 19 ish, you know, kind of thing. They're doing like 30 servings. So you want to keep the price down for their uh, target audience and stuff like that. So, uh, but in like what we were saying earlier, the way the stem pre came out, um, it came out awesome. Uh, it was a formula I had wanted to see for a while mm -hmm. and I got a chance to sort of make something that I really wanted to. And man, it came out, uh, came out so good. And so, like I said, sometimes you can just do more with less, uh, if you know what you're doing, like, you know, I said that, that three ingredient formula of bloody hell is, yeah. is badass. So yeah, it's right around the corner. And last thing, and then we'll, uh, we'll close out Jiffy Jank. Would you stack bloody hell with gorilla mode nitric or it's overkill? I'm going to go and say it's definitely overkill because you're getting 1500 milligrams of nitrosogene and 254 milligrams of vasodrive AP where you're already getting 1500 milligrams of that and 508 and bloody hell. So, I mean, there's, you can only maximize and optimize to a certain extent before you're just converting it and wasting money at, at that point. 
Yep. The, what I would stack with Bloody Hell is exactly what I said earlier. Something that's got some nitrates, perhaps, and then some kind of hydration uh, aspects. Um, yeah. Glacier Pump, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't think that Glacier Pump gives you enough glycerol to really do that much. Just me personally, I, I, so I could, I, I'm not against it, but I'm a kind of a take it or leave it kind of guy when it comes to glacier pump. But yeah. all you would need with bloody hell is some hydration. Like I said, possibly some nitrates. Other than that, it's probably going to be overkill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not nice. I mean, you, you, you can stack certain things, but in this case, it's you're just wasting money at this point. Mm -hmm. So very expensive uh, yeah. stack there, which. Yep. I'm all for that. You know, I'm all for overkill, but there's yeah. just sometimes when it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You actually probably could do yourself some damage doing that because, you know, if you're taking that much in and you're not taking like uh, stimulants kind of balance out, there's going to be some blood pressure issues yeah, you, probably. You could go hypotensive. And that's yep. always, especially when you got not when you throw it like the, because that's also got 1500 milligrams of sodium nitrate in there too. Uh, in addition, all that stuff. So use one or the other. You don't need to stack both. There's only so much pump you your body can actually produce anyway. Uh, it's true. Yeah. It's true. And I've I've tested those limits, man. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, tested those limits, and you don't want that. Like you don't you don't want to have too much pump, man. It is a bad experience. Uh, that well, time I took I took three grams of uh, baso six to test that threshold. Man, I I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> We do not recommend that in any way, shape, or form. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say. You should just cut that part out. But no, we we were trying to because you know we we three hundred milligrams. We got this, and I was like six hundred. Got this, and I was like I noticed I was getting more and more. And so yeah. one day we're like, well, let's just see how high we can go. So that was I. That's there it. There you go. You hit the upper up. limit. Mm -hmm. You hit the threshold, and then you back off just enough to where you don't die, and then that's the, that's the dose going forward. Exactly. Outstanding, my man. Well, another episode's in the books. For listeners tuning in on live stream, thank you for uh, your participation in the episode. If you're catching us on replay, make sure to uh, like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you know when me and Supplement Snoop go live each and every week on the Bourbon Brothers. Uh, make sure to leave us a five-star review if you enjoy what we're doing. That helps us climb up in the almighty algorithm that dictates anything and everything to which we are exposed these days. Mm -hmm. uh, good one, my friend. Uh, enjoy some bourbon today or tomorrow, and uh, we'll see everybody next time on the Bourbon Brothers. All right.